Welcome to Monroe Mustangs. I'm your host, David Spiegel. With me today, two members representing the Monroe Mustangs baseball team. Please welcome pitching coach Manny Roman and pitcher Vladimir Severino. Hey, David. How are you? How are you? How's it going? Hey, guys. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, I wanted to have you on because, as we've talked about last week with softball coach Samantha Santillo, we're looking forward to a spring season starting up in a couple of weeks. You know, after a year of a year after canceling last season, we're finally getting ready to play ball again. We're sure this whole time if it was going to happen. So first, first thing I want to get to is uh, what is, what are your guys reaction? Manny, we'll start with you. Uh, what are your guys reactions to knowing that the season is really right around the corner and it's actually happening? Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm excited. You know, I, I for a second there, I didn't think this was going to happen, you know, and, and, yesterday when we finally got on the field it like it like sank in like you know hey we're ready to go you know and it, it was actually gratifying knowing that the guys you know showed up ready to go and and you know we just hit the ground running so i'm excited and vlad same question to you how, how excited are you for the season yeah I'm, I'm really excited like especially after waiting so long to finally get on the field this is this is a great feeling and after like putting all the work in these three three months that we were home this is finally like time to go. I can imagine. I'm, I'm probably not as excited as you guys because you guys, you know, really get to dig in and, and, and do it. But I was, you know, we get, I got a little bit of an experience with you guys last year. We had that one home game and then everything shut down. So I know uh, I really missed baseball and softball season last year. So I'm excited to actually, you know, get in the full swing of things. We got a very, very, very deep schedule this year. So squeezing in a lot of games in a short amount of time. I'm very excited for that. But before we get into this coming season, I want to talk about you guys a little bit. Uh, you know, just tell our audience a little bit about yourselves. Uh, Manny, you're, you've been a coach with, Mon with Monroe for a while now. You're actually in your second stint as a coach with Monroe, having been here before, left for a little while and came back. So um, tell our audience, you know, where you came from, how you got into coaching, and then how you eventually landed here at Monroe. All right. So, yeah, I mean, I came from Puerto Rico, started a high school, went to college uh, in Keystone College in Pennsylvania. Um, you know, small D3, played there my four years. Um, and probably around my third year there, I already knew, like, you know, I'm not going to be a professional athlete. And, and I kind of like, you know, I wanted to stay in the game and I wanted to help kids, you know, get to places where I, I wasn't able to go. So I, you know, I, as soon as I got done playing, I was fortunate enough to get into uh, coaching right away at Marywood University, another small D3 in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I did a year there as a volunteer. Um, after that, I went to Lackawanna um, for two years, and my second year there, I ran into our head coach and also athletic director, Luis Melendez, in Puerto Rico on a, on a recruiting trip, and, you know, we got to talking, we headed off, and he asked me if I wanted to come work for him, and I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm good where I'm at right now, you know, we'll, we'll see if anything happens, we'll see where it takes, and then after that season, you know, we kind of went our separate ways at Lackawanna and, you know, I got on the phone with Lou and, you know, he brought me on um, as the head uh, JV coach my first year in uh, 2016. Um, then after that, I went to Raritan Valley Community College in New Jersey, was the head coach there for a year. And after the season was over, Lou called me back and, you know, we, you know, we came to an agreement and I've been here ever since. And, you know, I mean, I, I love it here. I can't say anything bad about Monroe and, you know, the kids we get and, and, and the stuff that we're able to do. 
Yeah, I definitely, you know, just in my time at Monroe, I got here in 2017. So I've been with you guys for a few seasons. And one of the impressive things we see every single year is that we always have some really good pitching, especially when it gets to late in the season, when it's really crunch time and time to, you know, make that big run. Uh, pitching has always been right where it needs to be at the right time. So obviously that's, that's, that's where you're coaching, you know, that's where your forte is. So I know we, we appreciate all the work you've been doing for the program. And obviously that goes well beyond just coaching the pitchers. So we'll get, we'll get to that in a little while, but Vlad, let's go to you. What's, what's your story? You know, um, a lot of, a lot of athletes, especially some that we talked to recently have had that Juco experience where you leave high school, you go play for a different college and, you know, it's maybe not the right fit. So then you take a step back, uh, come to a junior college and find your footing there. So uh, obviously I bring that up because that's kind of where your story is too. So yeah. uh, let's talk about that. You know, first, first, uh, you know, where you came from as well, and then we'll get into the college experience. So I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. Like ever since I was growing up, my brother has always been playing baseball. I fell in love with the game. And, like, growing up, I would just, like, play baseball for fun. And, you know, every kid is like, oh, I want to play professional baseball. But that's what every kid says. Once I get to high school, I see I start, like, improving a lot. Like, not much hitting, but pitching. Like, my arm was, like, above average. So once I started getting recruited by D1 schools, that's when I start thinking about it. Like, okay, I can actually make this happen and actually become a professional baseball player if I put my mind into it. So... That's where it went off. Then I ended up getting recruited. I ended up getting recruited by uh, St. John's University. Ended up going there for one year. Everything's good uh, in the fall. And then one day out of nowhere, I just start feeling crazy back pain in my upper back. And we go to the doctors. We couldn't figure anything out for like a few months. Then I noticed there was like a huge ball on my back. Once... I went back to the doctor, seen the MRI, and there was, I believe, scar tissue build up on my back from throwing so much. So fast forward to June that year, I ended up getting surgery and have no, no school to go to because I talked to the coaches at St. John's and they were like, it's better off if you go on to like a JUCO where you can play every day and we'll reevaluate you and see if you can end up coming back. But... At that point, I still didn't know what school to go to, so I contacted uh, Freddie, which was a player from here, and he's like, I could talk to Manny for you. I'm like, who is Manny? Because I was a pitching coach from a row, and then sent Manny a few videos. He took Freddie's word, and he knew I was coming from St. John's, so he's like, let's bring you on here. So that's basically my story, how I ended up at Monroe College. Of course, for those watching, Freddie Rojas Jr. was here, was on the show here a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, coming to us, talking to him from the, uh, his new school down in Rio Grande Valley in Texas. Uh, that was a really good episode for all those of you who want to go back. But, you know, I didn't, I, I'll be honest, I didn't know exactly what your story was. So, you know, uh, how's, how's that feeling these days, you know, after having surgery? And obviously you're a young guy, so having to go through surgery is probably not something you're very excited about. Yeah, so when I got surgery, the doctor only told me I just needed to wait like two to three weeks for my stitches to close and I could start throwing again. But once I came back, the pain was worse than before I got surgery. So I was like, why did I why did I do this? Like, I'm worse now. I don't even think I can play baseball again. So after a while, I believe after a month, I was taking, like, potassium and magnesium pills or calcium magnesium, I believe. 
And after a month of taking that, the doctor told me to take, the pain went away and I started throwing. Then came to Monroe, first bullpen in Monroe. I hit 90 for the first time in like a year and a half. And I'm so excited. I couldn't stop smiling the whole day. Like I finally know I could keep playing baseball. So that was a great feeling. I know you guys had those early season games last year and, you know, we got to watch the live streams again. I didn't get to see much of you guys in person last year, but getting seeing you throw down there, I wouldn't have even guessed that, you know, you had any sort of injury history like that. So again, good to see that everything's healed and, you know, you're working your way up and, you know, we're ready to go this season. Um, but, you know, like last year, um, you guys obviously didn't get to play a full season. March 10th was the last day that you guys played. It was the home opener. It was an exciting win, a walk-off victory, you know, on our yeah. own field in New Rochelle. And then the next day, you know, we already had some games getting canceled. And then the decision was made that the season was over, which was a decision that we had to make at first. And then it was kind of taken out of our hands for the rest of the year anyway, uh, as the yeah. entire NJCAA and NCAA and college sports, professional sports around the country just shut down basically all around that same day. So, you know, it, we didn't, you really didn't get to even, you know, get your footing Vlad last year um, you got a very little bit of experience out there you know you guys make that early season trip and it's basically one of your first times even getting on the actual field yeah. this season so let's first talk about what the feelings were like when you know you had that little bit of experience and then the season just had to come to an end well when we've been down to Texas for the first time I get my first appearance because one inning I believe against uh, Alvin yep did good, and then I came back to the second inning. Didn't do that well. Then I pitched my first collegiate start against LSU Eunice. I was so sick when we pitched. Like, I believe I had COVID during that time. I'm not sure. I had a fever, but I was like, I'm, I'm pitching like this. This is my first collegiate start. I'm not going to back down from this. And I decided to pitch like that anyways. But it was just, I believe, adrenaline got me through it. I wanted to pitch. First time there. Had to get it done. And Manny, as a coach, you know, we've spoken to a lot of coaches on here and a lot of them have, you know, different feelings and experiences about that day when we have to shut things down. But, you know, is, is your job kind of as a mentor and a leader for the student athletes that play for you, what was it like experiencing the shutdown of the season last year? Uh, I mean, it was a blow, you know I mean? I, I don't think in my 32 years, you know, and I've been playing since I was three, I, I never had baseball just taken away you know so it's kind of like mixed emotions like I, I didn't really know how to react but you know I knew we had to be that that support for the guys because you know as much work as the coaches put in you know as a staff and, and everything we do you know they're the ones that that are playing and they're the ones that you know sacrifice a lot and, and, and you know they they sweat they bleed you know tears from frustration so it was like you know, we had to find a way to just be that support for them and, and let them know that, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, this is not something that that we wish that would have happened. But, you know, there, there's things to learn from them and just to make you better, you know, the, the, you know to be able to overcome it, you know, in life, because that's just what it turns into. You know, like if you can get through something like this, I mean, I don't know how much, you know, anything harder that can come thrown at you, you know. So it was just kind of, you know, it was definitely devastating, but at the same time, it like 
helped me mature uh, to just be that, you know, that support for them and being able to, you know, talk to them whenever they needed to and just stay in communication with them. Because I knew, you know, as a coach, it hurt. I can only imagine as a player. So it was just a matter of just being there for them as much as possible. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think I speak for all of us when I say this. I'm hoping that for all of us that are involved in college sports, that I hope this is the hardest time we're ever going to have to go through in our careers, whether it's playing, coaching, or my role is, you know, sports information administration. I, I really, you know, I hope that, you know, this year goes smoothly and everything going forward goes smoothly and we never have to experience anything close to this ever again. Mm -hmm. um, but going into last year, this team was the two-time defending Eastern District champions, back-to-back -back, uh, appearances in the Juco World Series, the first two in program history. The goal was set before the season just to get back there again and keep improving and keep making that push until, until we finally win a championship out there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as we saw our last experience there, a team that came in, wasn't ranked, just won their district, ended up making the run and winning the championship. So that was uh, central Arizona out there who we played in our first game. So obviously anything can happen once you're there and, you know, any given day in baseball, anybody can win. So well, of course, you know, again, last season we couldn't accomplish that goal because there was no goal there at the end mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't possible so we come into this season once again coming off back-to-back -back trips to the juco world series two straight defending two-time defending eastern district champions so knowing that that's still how we're looked at and you know how this team is perceived manny i'll go to you this one um what are the feelings going into this season what are the goals set for the team and you know what's the outlook like in general well the goal is the same one you know let's get back to colorado and and just go and compete for a national title I mean, you know, it's kind of frustrating. You know, I don't believe in rankings and all that, but, you know, we're always the underdog. You know, for some reason, everybody counts the, the New York team out. They're counting us out again, once again. So, you know, it's just, you know, we, we take that as motivation and, and you know, we're going to go out there and just take it one day at a time. You know, we have a very, very talented team. You know, I, I think we're really deep, both offensively and on the mound that, you know, compared to years past, it's just, you know, overcoming the, the adversities of, you know, starting in the fall, getting shut down, starting again, getting shut down, then having a long layover and then just started and only having two weeks to get ready. But, you know, I believe that once we get going, you know, like you said, we have a bunch of games in a short period of time, you know, it's going to be good for the hitters. You know, if we can stay healthy, it, it's it's going to be a special group. It, it really is. So I'm really excited to, to see them play. Monroe Mustangs is sponsored by the Monroe Mustang Sideline Store, powered by our apparel partners at BSN Sports. Whether you're looking for t-shirts, hats, jackets, or accessories, the Monroe Mustang Sideline Store has it all. Gear up with the new Monroe Mustangs logo and make it your own with hundreds of customizable options, including sports-specific designs. For the month of March, you can take 20% off all orders of $80 or more using the promo code MARCH21. That's M-A-R-C-H-2-1. Visit MonroeCollegeMustangs.com slash shop to look your best as you cheer on the Mustangs. And I think one thing that should be noted as well is, you know, like I said, New York, we're always the underdog. You know, you don't really see too many teams out of here that, that make it to Colorado. For a long time, it, you know, it just didn't happen. You know, we were one of the first teams in a long time to get out there that coming from New York and after, you know, obviously made it two years in a row, different trips there. You know, the first time around 
we were hosting the Eastern District Champion, uh, the Eastern District Championship, excuse me, at Dutchess Stadium, upstate a little bit. And we were automatically in the district championship tournament. You know, we were hosting the whole thing. So obviously it doesn't make it any easier. You know, you're still bringing in tough opponents, but we went three and zero there, just ran the table and won the whole thing. The next year we go down to Hartford in Maryland where they're hosting it. You know, you get two teams out of Maryland playing in that tournament, a team from South Carolina, region 10, and then ourselves as we won the region to get there again. And once again, you know, it's, it's like, the light turns on again for this team when they get to the district championship, because it was, it was lights out. It was never a doubt every time, you know, early on in each game, it was uh, this team had it in the bag each time this year, if I'm not mistaken, I believe since last year was, you know, the plan was region 10 hosting the district championship. That would mean South Carolina, which means that they'll get their top two teams in the tournament. We'll be competing with, you know, our rivals, ASA college, to get to the district championship and then region 20 in the in Maryland, they'll also be competing to get one team out there. So not an easy road. Once again, this time is going to be, you know, if we're trying to three peat, it's going to be the longest travel, the farthest away from home. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, what's it like knowing that, you know, if we get to the district championship tournament again, that, you know, it's going to be a long way from home in a year where travel is complicated, you know, what, what what's the thought on that? And, you know, what are, how do you guys both feel about, you know, potentially having to go that road to get there again? Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think that we play better away than we do at home for some reason. You know, even though we hosted in 2018, technically we weren't playing at our home field, you know. So I, I think we play better away, you know, and, and especially when, again, everybody's counting us out. It's kind of like, you know, our guys take that and, you know, they, you know, they go in there with a chip on their shoulder and they know, Hey, you don't believe in us. So we're going to show you that we're here for a reason. So, you know, I'm excited. You know, it's always going to be tough out there in the district because like you said, anything can happen. And now knowing that South Carolina has two teams are a really good region, but you know, it's, I think, you know, these guys can get it done. What do you think, Vlad? Yeah, I think we have a, a great group of guys this year. And I feel like if we all put our mind to it, that we could get this done, then it should be no problem for us. Especially, like, with the traveling and staying in different states, like, that shouldn't be a problem. We do that every year, especially, like, in summer ball. You're doing that all year. So it's just – we could get it done. That's what I think. I know from talking to other coaches and athletes that some of the more exciting parts of playing college sports is the chance to travel, especially when you're going – you know, farther than a couple hours away from your home field. So I'm sure that is exciting for the team. And, you know, it's something that you look forward to. I know when we were, we got the green light for the season and I spoke to, you know, our AD head baseball coach, Lou Melendez about, you know, is Colorado an option, you know, is with all the travel restrictions and how difficult it is, is that still on the table? And his only response, you know, if I want to keep it clean is just, Oh, we're going, you know, that was that that's the, the PG version of that one. You know, he's very confident in this team after the last couple of seasons. So uh, I know I'm excited for that. You know, my my trip to Juco with you guys a couple of years ago was probably one of the best professional experiences I, I've ever had. So, you know, personally, I, I hope we get there as well, because then I I get to go as well. Um, so looking forward to this season again, when, you know, when you talk about other teams in the district, I know we're recording this today on Tuesday, March 2nd, today's the first day for a lot of play for a lot of teams in region 20 down in Maryland and West Virginia. And when you look at the South Carolina region, region 10, they've been on the field for weeks already. You know, they've, they started playing, some of them were in late January, early February. Some of them have played, you know, 12 games at this point. We're looking at 50 plus games in probably 
seven, eight weeks right now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, knowing that, you know, we're going to be busy, we're playing a lot of games and that requires a lot of depth and, you know, you guys have been practicing for months, you know, you practiced a little in the fall, you've been practicing now and you got on the field finally. Um, what's it like knowing that, you know, you have to really, you know, take this team as deep as possible to get through the season successfully? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it just shows that it, it doesn't take a, a handful of guys to, to get where you want to go, you know, and, and especially a year like this, you know, we're going to need every single body on that roster to, to accomplish that goal. And, you know, these guys, you know, they're up for it. They know it, you know, they, they, they prepared for it and, and they know what needs to be done in order to be able to get through the season. I mean, I think if it was up to them, they'll play every single day. So they'll probably be upset when we have a day off here and there. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's going to take all of us, you know, the, the entire team to get it done. And and, and I think you know, they, they know it and, and they're ready for it. And Vlad, knowing that you're one of the pitchers on this team, you know, obviously it's impossible for you to play every single day, but you're going to be needed as often as you can be. So as a pitcher, how do you prepare for such a busy schedule like this? Well, I just feel like my arm usually feels the best when I'm throwing a lot. So just keep the same routine, throwing every, like, as much as possible during the week. And I feel like the key for us will be taking these next two weeks as serious as possible before the season starts and just get ready as a team to like go against anyone. Because right now we could be a little sloppy because we haven't practiced together in so long, but we take these next two weeks serious, we'll be good for the rest of the season. That's how I feel about it. And of course, you guys start the season on the road a little bit, taking some short trips out to Mercer County and Suffolk County, you know, not too far away, New Jersey, Long Island, out to Lackawanna and Pennsylvania, back to Mercer and looking at the schedule right now. And then finally, we, we open up at home if the schedule remains as it is. Of course, I should stress mm -hmm. that it is always very heavily subject to change. Uh, yeah. We'll open up at home in New Rochelle on March 24th against Harvard Community College. So again, you know, they hosted the last district championship. That's a team that we play every single year. It's always a tough matchup. Um, you know, you could all argue that, you know, any team out of region, they're probably one of our biggest rivals as well. Mm -hmm. um, so a team we see very often and will multiple times during the season. Um, and then, you know, you go through the season playing a lot of home, a lot of away games, but at the end of the year, you guys do go on a very big run of road games, even a road trip, uh, a little bit down South. So, um, just knowing the structure of the season, again, it's a little bit different than what you guys are used to, you know, you're not used to playing in the Northeast to start the year. It's usually somewhere in South Carolina or Florida or Texas, Louisiana, you guys have been doing that the last few years. So just knowing that you're starting off up here and you take that trip late in the season, um, you know, how does that change the preparation for the team? Uh, I mean, it doesn't change it much. I mean, in years past, we've, we've had that, it's not as long of a trip, it's a little bit shorter, always at the end, right before uh, region tournament. Um, but, you know, what it does change is, you know, with the short period of time to get ready and all that, you know, the way we will attack this season early on is going to be a little bit different. So, you know, pitching, especially, they're going to be on pitch counts, you know, and, and just kind of get them ready to throw in May, you know, because, you know, it's kind of like you're going to have to take it game by game and, 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 you know, case by case and not really just go out there, you know, we're going to play to win every single game, but at the same time, you know, that health is the most important thing, 
you know, I, I couldn't tell you how many guys I've seen in the last couple of weeks from, you know, from four-year schools that have been getting hurt and out for a month or even the year because of that, because they're ramping up too quick. So I think, you know, the main focus is going to be, you know, take it a day at a time, you know, make sure that you guys are staying healthy for at least those first two weeks, and then we can ramp it up a little bit and, you know, they should be ready to full go by those trips. Yeah, I think, you know, that's one of the things that's probably toughest for you as the pitching coach is kind of managing how to how to get these guys in game, get them enough experience, but also keep them healthy throughout the season. Obviously, it's always been an issue with pitching, especially these days. You see so many pitchers that are, you know, it's just so, so impossible for some of them to avoid injuries. So I know we've we've gotten lucky for the most part the last couple of years with that. So uh, obviously the routine is is working so far, but this is a different season. But um, you know, I want to look back at some of the some of the pitching history we've had in the last couple of years. You know, we had um, in, in 2018 for that first district championship run, you had some really solid pitchers, um, especially right at the top, Francisco Justo and Antonio Frias, uh, who have you know gone to um, bigger things as well. You know, Justo, of course, got drafted after that se- that first season with us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the following year, Julie Sosa, Brandon Backman, and that's not to discount any of the guys that. You know, we're also in the rotation, just, you know, a couple of guys right off the top that, um, you know, were the guys who you'd see when we get to the Juco World Series or the game one, game two starters. So, um, you know, obviously we have Vlad here. You don't have to uh, hype him up too much. He's the reason he's here. But, you know, who, who else is standing out right now as the guys that you think are going to take, you know, leadership roles, you know, either as the starting pitchers or out of the bullpen this season? Uh, I mean, we have Jason Diaz um, out of Long Island. I mean, he went to... Miami in the fall of 2019 and then he went to the University of Miami and then he went to Hillsboro in the spring so you know you want to stay close to home so we have him you know it's a big arm that we expecting big things for him um we have Nicholas Ferretic freshman out of New Jersey um that you know he, he was originally committed to Rutgers and you know for diff, you know different circumstances he ended up at Monroe um you know we also got Roman DeRoche out of Long Island um you know, it's the list goes on. I mean, I can, I can tell you, you know, like you said before, you usually were like top heavy where it was, you know, like one to two or three guys that were, you know, the mainstays there, you know, this year, you know, we're, we're deep, we're deep. So it, it's, it's exciting. And like I said, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to is seeing these guys throw and, and, and how they perform. Yeah. And as I mentioned before, you know, like I, you know, I threw a couple of names out there, of course, but as we get later in the season, it's always been like the pitchers just ramp it up. Um, I remember my first year with you guys in 2018 and we had Richard Mosker through a no hitter, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he was our number three pitcher. He had a, an incredible performance in the Eastern district championship tournament as well. Um, so it, it just goes to show, you know, like while as the season progresses, these guys loosen up, you know, they, they, they get a little more length out of their arms that we really see some of the best performances down the stretch. And that's really when the team needs to make the, the biggest impact. Um, but, Vlad, I want to turn to you. Obviously, you know, this has been an untraditional season so far, an untraditional last couple of years for you and the team. Um, I know talking to other athletes that a lot of them have said that just based on, you know, different protocols, like having a quarantine and basically kind of just sticking to your own team for a long time and trying to stay in your own bubble. What are the, some of the experiences that you've had so far this season that you would say are unlike other seasons? And how do you think it has affected you guys as a team? I feel like all of this COVID stuff just had like made us mentally stronger. I believe like we had to 
find ways to get our work done. And like, the gyms were closed. What I did in my house, we made cement weights. So we filled up buckets with cement and put a bar across. And that was, those were my weights for the summer. I would, I would not leave my house. I will throw against the net in my backyard and literally lift those weights. So, so I feel like we just had to improvise, find something to do to make us better and just keep working. What's the motivation for you guys knowing that, you know, again, like you just, you didn't really get to show what you guys were all about last year. And now this is, this is your opportunity. So, you know, what, what is the motivation for you guys this year? Motivation is just to prove everyone wrong. Like, People see a team from New York, they always think, oh, the hitting might not be there or the pitching might not be there until it gets warmer. But I feel like we have a great group of guys and we'll just show everyone what we're about as the season goes on. What would you say you're most excited about when it comes to the season? Most excited? Playing a full season for the first time. Hopefully we get it done. Or uh, anything on that schedule that you're looking forward to anything that kind of stands out to you as like, this is, this is going to be exciting, or I really can't wait to go there or can't wait to play this team. I haven't thought about it, but I would say, I don't know. I haven't like, I grew up in New York and played in PSAL, which is we play like 16 games a year. So for the first time in my life, other than like summer ball, I'm playing over what 35 games. We're playing what 50 something. So just playing so many games at once, that's what I'm excited about. Like, just keep playing as much as we can. Manny, so what are some of the things that you're most looking forward to this season? Just watching them play, man. I'm not going to lie. It's just I'm looking forward to, you know, just being out there with them, enjoying them. You know, it's, it, you know, it's the little things that sometimes you take for granted when you're just on the go. You know, and I think one of the things that I miss the most, you know, other than just baseball, was just being around the guys, you know, like you don't realize how much that camaraderie and just being in the hotels, on the buses and just the things that they come up with, you know, that that that's what makes it fun, you know, and and, and that's what I'm looking for, just spending time with them and being able to just enjoy it. And you've coached, you know, many seasons already and as we've said a million times, this season's going to be unlike any other, you know, never had to really play or, or be around players wearing their masks all the time, you know, in the dugout and having to, um, you know, compete against other teams that, you know, same thing. We have to follow all these different protocols, you know, handshakes and everything like that is going to be different. So um, what are some things that you've already noticed are going to be different in terms of, you know, off the field stuff or, pre-game, post-game stuff that uh, that we should be expecting for this season? Oh, I mean, it's going to be def- definitely different, you know, having to adjust to being separated from each other. And, and, and sometimes, you know, I'm not good with numbers and names at first. It takes me a while. So, like, everybody with their face covered is going to be like, hey, hey, who, who are you, you know? But, uh, you know, it's, it, it's definitely going to be an adjustment, but I feel like once we get on the field, it's just going to become second nature because you're not really going to be thinking about it and you, ju- you just go. So probably I would say probably those first two, three games, it's going to be like, let's see how we do this. And then it's just, I think it's just going to flow. You feel like as a coach, uh, since it's been so long since you've actually gotten to be on the field and, and you know, have this team playing a real game, do you feel like there's any rust that you have to shake off as well? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I think it, it's just it, it's going to be getting used to, you know, seeing balls off the bat and just like how everything goes. So it, it's kind of I, I feel like that that first game, I mean, you know, I'm going to have those jitters like, you know, it, it's been forever, you know, that we've been on a field. But, you know, like I said, I think once once that first pitch gets thrown, I think we'll be back to normal. I know. Uh, I I know. I personally can't wait for that. Again, you know, we got such a such a small taste of it last year. Um, you know, on my end of things, I was able to successfully pull off the first ever home live stream of of baseball last year for that first home game. went went pretty well. You know, obviously we're looking to build off of that, but um, didn't really get a chance to to work on it that year. So, you know, we're looking to do a lot of that this year. For those of you listening at home, we're going to be doing our best to live stream every every home game that we can. You know, get full coverage for every game. So. Definitely look forward to that. I know a lot of parents are going to have a tough time getting the game. So I'm hoping that, you know, they're, they're able to enjoy it as much as they can. You know, we're going to do everything we can to make it look like you're there, um, except for the potential cold temperatures and inclement weather we may face is because, you know, it's baseball season in New York. So that's what we're used to. Um, but you know, we're, we're running out of time a little bit here today, but um, any, any closing thoughts for you guys, you know, anything that you want to say to people as we, we get ready for, for this new season, Vlad, we'll, we'll start with you on that one. Just whoever plays this to be ready for us because our team, our team is really good this year. Although from what I've seen, we look really good. So just be ready. And Manny, same question to you there. Uh, I mean, closing thoughts. I would say, you know, everybody stay safe out there. You know, we're going to try to do our best to get through this entire season. Um, you know, we're going to need all the support that we can from everybody, you know, parents, fans. You know, I know a lot of people follow us on, on social media and all that. So, you know, just just hang in when there. It's going to be a very exciting team to watch. Um, and, you know, hopefully at the end of the year, we're right there back in Grand Junction making a run for that national title. You guys definitely ramp it up on social media when it gets close to the season. So can you let everyone know where to follow the baseball team on uh, different social media channels? Oh, man. I, I, you, got, you put me on the spot there. I don't... <laughs> has like eight... um, let me see. Let me look. Let me find them. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a little bit. I know. I know. Uh, I know. It, it's been a while that I've been on it. Uh, yeah. On Instagram, it's just Monroe Mustangs Baseball. Um, and then on Twitter it's you know it's mc underscore mustangs base all right if you put monroe mustangs baseball it comes right up um you know just give us a follow you know we'll be putting updates um you know as games are about to start games end, and always look out for that player of the game at the end and we can't wait to get that hammer out i was gonna say i'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the hammer vlad i'm sure you're looking forward to holding it one day soon of course I, I got um, I got a few this year, I mean. I see it. Let's go. I'm I'm excited to see it, guys. Especially, you know, those road games when I when I get to see those those uh final scores and see how you guys did. I'm really, you know, looking forward to that to start the season and then we finally get that first home game. I will remind everyone, you know, March 16th is that is that season opener at Mercer County Community College, you know, where that's always a uh always a good matchup, especially early in the season when we we get to play them. Um, you know, again, a close team, so a team we see a lot. And then March 24th, Hartford Community College doubleheader in New Rochelle at Dick Caswell Baseball Field at Flowers Park, also known as City, City Park in New Rochelle. So get ready for that one, guys. 
Um, you know, for those who uh, want to see our past episodes of Monroe Mustangs, you know, if you want to look back, see Anthony Rodriguez, Freddie Rojas Jr. We had episode two was Francis Santos. Everyone loves Francis, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look back where it's all, it's all in our archives on YouTube, youtube.com slash Monroe Mustangs. Also on our Instagram page on our IGTV at Monroe Mustangs. You guys can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Keep listening. Guys, thank you again so much for joining me today. I am incredibly excited for this season. I know you guys are as well. I appreciate you taking the time. I know you guys are very busy these days. And for those of you at home, you know, stay safe. You know, keep doing your due diligence so we can get the season going and, and finish it up this season like these guys deserve. And, you know, again, thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging with us this week. And we'll see you next time. Thank you guys again. Hey, uh, thanks, thanks for having us, David.